0: Testing. All right. Well, we're off to a good start. Mics work. That's the most important po- Oh, Jason, sorry. We didn't tell you. Your mic is only gonna work every ten seconds for ten seconds. Good morning. Good morning. It's a Friday. The can final you feel it? I can, I can feel it. It's the final show before Super Bowl. Um. Yeah, I'm very excited Also, uh, you know who is probably not excited? Christopher Laud with me texting him show ideas this morning Because <laughs> I forgot Simone's in Simone is in So I was just, I was just, you know He didn't respond did No, he didn't good. Which you is weird in? for him No, sleep No, I mean, it's not weird for him this morning It's weird for him normally Yeah, oh yeah Simone's got her gold Niners jacket on. She's ready, ready to go. Good
1: morning.
0: Good morning. I thought about wearing Niners stuff today. I wore Niners stuff the last two Super Bowls. I realized on that Friday, not doing. Did it. you? I don't have a single Niner thing on. Today. Okay. Nothing. No Niners stuff. I think I, I, I definitely I'll have the Armstead jersey Sunday though. Yeah. Nervous. A little nervous. A little nervous. Why am I nervous? It's football. Who cares? Is it a must win? <laughs> it is a must win Sunday. And uh, there was a fire alarm situation yesterday. Oh, my goodness. With the Niners. So you've got the, the, the goofy uh, practice field. Something's afoot. Something is afoot. Fire alarms. You got all kinds of stuff going on, Jason. Just motivation. Motivation. They're angers. They're very angers. So yeah. So they've got that. They've got that. Yeah. Were you a um I mean, I think it's a little before both of our times. Mm. Uh were you a um Sticks fan? The band. Yes. yes. Do you know they have a newish album out. I do not.
2: What is it, Stones?
0: I was listening. It's not, like, new, new. I think it's, like, almost a year old.
2: That's pretty new. But, uh, well, yeah. Considering- Compared to when they were peaking in, what, late 70s? Right. Mid to late
0: 70s, maybe? And I was just eighties doing random, like, I felt like it was like a butt rock Friday. So I had, like, uh, I was just rolling through a playlist this morning, and uh, I started out with a little, with weight by White Lion. Mm-hmm. Then I went into "Fly High, Michelle." Enough's enough. And then I went into uh, "Sticks." Here, Jason, I'm, I'm just going to play the first part. Like this is like this is the newer one. This is the newer one. This is the first song, first cut off the album. And I, honest to God, think if you didn't know anybody, you'd think this was like this was like. Uh, 70s, 80s version. I know, like, there's been all kinds of ups and downs. Pat was trying to give me a history of Sticks earlier. I don't know, but um, it sounds like they're all like in their 70s. I think it sounds like they had a baby with Queen and made a rock god out of it. They're kicking it. I love it when old people do fun things. <laughs> is this music dead? Like, is it dead? You know, we've had the rock is dead conversation before. And don't hit me with like, well, there's still these bands that are doing... Like, rock is nowhere, nowhere, nowhere. It is on the lifiest life support. Like, everything is pretty much hip-hop, R&B, country, and occasionally... um, I'm probably forgetting the genre, but and occasionally you'll get like a Disturbed song or a Foo Fighter song that'll kind of roll its way through. But when you look at like the Billboard Hot 100, it, there's no there's no rock. And rock was about as king as king can get for a long, long time. And I just started thinking, like, it's been a while now. Maybe it'll cycle back at some point. That's what I don't it, know. That's honestly what I wonder is, will it cycle back or is it effectively, you know, are we're going to have... We've got the the stickses of the world that are touring the the hard rock casinos and stuff. They're eventually going to die out, and then you are going to have the the Pearl Jam disturbs. I mean, they're not the same. You know, I am just Foo Fighter. The bands I'm, of the night is right. They're yeah. they're <laughs> they're going to be where Styx is now. Mm-hmm. But then, who comes after that? Yeah. And and again, I'm very aware that right now there's people furiously typing, going, "Oh no, uh, Deep Blue Radiator has put out some amazing stuff," and uh, you know, dovetail joints got this awesome album coming out. And but what I'm saying is, they're not they're not relevant mm-hmm. as they used to be. And are we? They're
2: not top of mind in society.
0: They're absolutely not. Right. Like, can you think of a band that? Has been playing for ten years or less. That is currently putting out hit rock and roll music. And when I say rock and roll, I mean any kind of rock, not like rock. And roll. I cannot. I can't even. Yeah, I can't. I I, I I cannot. Like, are we talking about Fallout Boy? Are we talking about? Uh, but that it, even feels different. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I I wonder. I just wonder if there's a is if there's a front cover of a Rolling Stone in our future that. It's got the the hero shot of the band, and it's like whatever. this band saved rock? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, exactly. Stoneheart saved rock and roll. and or they, They're they single-handedly bringing rock back. And, and then we have this, because you, you and, and I think the reason I got on this thought, Jason, is I was listening to the butt rock, and you had, you know, your... Your warrant, your winger, your uh you know, Saigon Kick, your Bon Jovi. Well, Bon Jovi's a little different, but uh Skid Row. Queen's Right. Queens Jeff Tate, Guns N' Roses, you know, you had this and Guns N' Roses kind of straddled it, but you had this this these hair bands, Cinderella, you know mm-hmm. all, all these bands come in. And then it's like Nirvana uh just came in. Uh, and just absolutely threw a dagger through everything that was, you know, and Tesla is another one that, you know, our own Tesla mm-hmm. kind of straddled it. Um, but they were probably considered sort of a hybrid hair rock at one point. They straddled it over uh, into, but but you had then grunge come in and just completely take everything over. And that spawned a lot of what we have, have, you know, had most recently. That's what I'm wondering is, is there, where's, is there a new Nirvana? Is there a new band that's going to come in, kind of like Guns N' Roses did, and then Nirvana did, that is going to resuscitate? Because, again, look at look at the Billboard Hot 100. It's not. It's And by the way, I'm, uh, please don't take this in, in any way, shape, or form as a swipe at current. I'm not sitting here going, oh, little baby, I can't stand No, I think current music's awesome. I just, I wonder if that genre is dead. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while. It's been long enough
2: to where you're like, yeah, I mean if you just if we, you did watch the Grammys. Like it felt like the same 6 to 7 people, but those were all just kind of like you said, pop, R&B, um country is basically what everything felt like. That's exactly hip-hop, right. Right? And I think it's Not R&B hip hop.
0: No, yeah. but I think like to your point, it's also it's also got to be a generational thing. Like when they had a uh, Best Album of the Year, right? Like I'd heard of everybody, mm-hmm. but like we talked yeah. about I I didn't listen to any of it. Yeah. And I guarantee you, if we uh, got into Simone's phone and looked at her, her playlists, they're completely like. There's going to be a lot of stuff we haven't heard of. Just like Simone, had you ever heard of Sticks?
1: Only because I had to do a promotion for them.
0: Okay, <laughs> but like, if I played you. F- sticks the greatest hits of sticks your odds are not gonna be oh that sticks
1: i also looked them up and they have mr Roboto. so, so you i know got that, that. Song? yeah okay. that's
0: it mr Roboto is is, is timeless um <laughs> james actually has a great point uh muse muse is a band that is probably i mean muse been around though muse has been around for 20 plus years but yeah muse is still putting that I mean, People are gonna laugh, but Coldplay, which I don't know that you you'd have to put it in a rock classification, though they're very I don't even know what yeah they're selling out stadiums so so they're, but again you know I, I felt
2: like they're the one that from that I don't know if they're from the grunge to them but like they kind of changed they did the scope a
0: little bit you had the grunge and then grunge gave way and it was I was working at a rock station at the time so I was kind of front and center for grunge getting into. Um, what did it call what they call it uh it wasn't butt rock but it was something you got into your limp biscuit your lincoln park your papa roach um you know you got into this rock alternative bridge there uh and then out of that came you know Coldplay came out of that in in 98 99 i want to say and and really kind of did what Radiohead couldn't. Radiohead has the street cred. Radiohead is the the band everybody wants to be. At, whereas Coldplay was commercial and would sell out stadium after stadium and have hit after hit after hit. But again, in, in Coldplay and Disturbed, in uh, uh, Foo Fighters, in, in and there was another one we just mentioned. I'm forgetting. They, these are all. Uh, oh, Muse. These bands are all twenty plus years, 20, right. 25 years old. Right. Who's 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 the new one? um imagine dragons okay which they're kind of a hybrid Greta Van Fleet is basically Led Zeppelin and that is that is a that is a very appropriate uh comparison but again Greta Van Fleet is not commercially not at all uh uh, I wouldn't say not successful but not commercially relevant they just they're there and they're they're great and they do their thing but they're not they're not all over the billboard 100 at all um anyways hey fun talk by the way I know we got a break um I'm just going to brag. My uh, my my kids' team, they're the champions. Uh, they played last night. They had back-to-back games with a 20-minute break. They they came back and won the first one, and Mason had his normal Mason. You know, lots of steals, lots of defense, lots of rebounds, you know, just kind of quiet, maybe four, six, seven points. Um, and then, dude, uh, this fool in the first half of the championship game strokes four straight th- – three-pointers on four straight possessions. They got to call two timeouts in the middle of all of that. I don't know where the hell it came from. Uh, And he was getting mobbed by his teammates. You know, he's quiet and stuff. He don't Uh, do that. Exactly. Meanwhile, I'm there, and I'm, like, like being the, like, stereotypical soccer mom. I'm soccer dad, okay? And I'm, like, keeping stats and stuff. This boy finished with – he went 19-11. With five assists, six steals, and two blocks. I, I marked them all down. I was fair. Even the assists, I was very fair with those. You know, because some people just, like John Stockton, had mm-hmm. assists. His previous career high was 15. He had 19 points. Very, very proud of him. And uh, I thought I was going to have a heart attack last night. <laughs> I really did, man. There was a lot of let us goes. Yeah. There was a lot of let's-go's. goes. right, we'll shoot take the ball the right way. Yeah, shoot the ball the right way. We'll go. take a break. When we come back, Leading off, and by the way, huge, huge show for you. We'll lay all that out for you right after this. Huge news.
1: This
2: is very important. Hey, that's on you.
0: Yeah, because when you're playing rock music, you should probably mute... When you go back to your own show's uh, monitor, uh, here's what I meant to do. Brock
1: going, going to his first Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> Just back up here, Brock. Take one or two steps back. Back up. Go down. It's over. The Niners are going to Vegas.
0: George Kittle's on our screen. Why does he look like John Lennon? <laughs> <laughs> that is an interesting look there, uh, George. He <laughs> loves
1: his glasses.
0: He really, really does.
1: Oh, that's what he's trying to do, the whole fear and loathing moment.
0: I see people wearing those style of glasses, but clear, like actual, like, I need glasses, glasses, and they're clear. And I don't, like, that is, that is speaking of generational, that is one thing I don't get. Like, I see perfectly good-looking people that are wearing these huge, either circular or, or like he's wearing, I don't know how to describe them, giant glasses, and I'm like, that looks good. Mm. Really? Like you you're
2: you you're huge it's a style preference. I
1: yeah. guess so. My housewives are really afflicted by that that trend right now. You're what? It's terrible My Housewives.
2: Desperate housewives.
0: Not desperate uh, oh, housewives. Uh, yeah. real real housewives. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. I'm like, her
1: housewives? My housewives. No,
0: I was not ready for that. Yeah. They they do a lot of that on the real housewives. Oh,
1: yeah. It's like this big.
0: Well, just in case people were uh, trying to catch up as well, if you didn't know. Simone is, uh what are you, Real Housewives, Vander Sloot rules? <laughs> the- Vander Pump. Oh, Vander Sloot. I'm in oh, the no.
1: Bravo Cinematic Universe, as uh, they call
0: it. So you know, uh, so you you like Andy Cohen? Yep.
1: Yeah. Our Lord and Savior.
0: Um, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's a, uh, how do you find room for, usually it's sports or that.
1: Nope. Both, Not, huh? not in my world.
2: No? You, you're like into it too,
1: right? Yeah, like, yeah.
2: You went to the, uh, what was it in Vegas? Bravo Con. You went to Bravo Con, Dave. Not that long ago. <laughs> like a convention
1: <laughs> yes, for the exactly. reality people? Yes, exactly. It was amazing. Was it? It was, what was amazing. The be- what was the best part? Well, I uh, I dressed up as a bowl of pasta. That was probably my favorite part. And it's, it's too long of a story to explain, but everyone got the reference. And a lot of people were yelling at me all day. It was pretty sick.
0: Is it Real Housewives? Is that the one where the meme came from, where like the lady's yelling, yes. you know, and there's the cat that's like, yeah.
1: "Meow." You guys don't know it, but Real Housewives rule everything around you.
0: Uh, they, they do. Yeah. Like, like this.
1: Like for example, um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You may know Adrienne Maloof. Yes. Back in the day, we she Adrian was on Malouf there. Yeah. Pre so that, then yeah. I was watching it, and I was like, "Oh, look, they're trying to sell the team," and you know, there's connections everywhere to be made.
0: What about? Um, what would a Bravo used to be before they got all realified?
1: <laughs> they, inside the actor's studio. Oh, that's yeah, right. James very, Lipton.
0: Very... If James Lipton was with us today, how would he <laughs> feel about all of this? <laughs> if you were, What are the first words he said at the pearly right. gates? What's your favorite curse word? It's why why that was Sean Connery. Uh cut number two. Oh, Niners are going to the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah, cut number two. Just want to remind you all. Traded to Sacramento and he's going to be waived. And now he's just he's not even watching the game, Jim he, He's just reading he's, the he's reading
1: backstory two. Backstory
0: two. <laughs> I really mean, engaged. He is He's not a Stanford up guy. At he's a Stanford guy. And you know what? He's not at the beginning either. He's been reading oh, he's this book for, for a while. Did, did he check it out from the library? Was there like a stamp on top? <laughs> that dude has like Iron Man 36 in, in the insert <laughs> of the buff that he's flipping through. Uh, Robin Lopez, uh, you were a Sacramento King. Remember the year? Remember the time? Just the best of times. The sense of humor. Yeah, well, that's true. You know, hard nosed on the floor, but didn't take himself too seriously yeah. off the floor. Yeah, I really honestly hope – I mean, this would be a perfect bit for Kings fans. Like, when he does come to Golden 1 Center, we should give him a standing (laughs) out. Tribute video? And honestly, yes. And they should 100% have a tribute video with, like, the headline, like some voice announces, like, Robin Lopez traded to Sacramento. and like, I will remember. Like, the whole thing. (laughs) And, like, I don't even know how you do a highlight just of him dunking, but it just shows his face and arms. Yeah
1: is that going to replace the Aaron Rodgers video? You know, like the Aaron Rodgers run this year, and yeah. then we'll have the Robin Lopez I think
0: run? 100% have them come out with a flag. Yep. And then just have Moak just go over the top with it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Golden Ones. Center.
2: Yeah. Yesterday when that happened, so, yeah. you know, it's minutes before the end of the deadline, and yes. all the alerts are on, and I saw it, and I went, whoa! I thought it was broke. So did I. I thought Different it was broke. Lopez. So did I. And then I went, oh, oh, okay. And then the... The rest part, I'm like, wait, what?
0: There were three O's involved yes. in that. There was, oh, oh, it's not. Okay, so it's not, it's not Brooke not the Lopez. former All-Star. Okay, and then the second one, the that's the second O was, oh, it's Robin Lopez. Mm-hmm. And then the third, oh, and they're buying him out. Yeah.
2: I also maybe had another one in there, Watch Out Slamson.
0: Watch Out Slamson. Yeah. And I tell you that that. Of all of the bits that the Kings... Mm, that bothered you. That Still. got me... That, to this day, I'm like, what are you guys yeah You want to fight all,
2: anybody named Lopez.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. Like, they're coming into Golden One Center, and you're going to run a video and do a bit of one of their players beating the hell out of your mascot on your turf, and you're behind that? Like, how about no? How about we'll do a skit of our mascot beating the hell out of you... <laughs> What, like what are we doing in a world where there's fights over flags uh, put down on the 50 yard line on the logo? You stomp on the logo. They're letting Brooke Lopez stomp on our mascot or Robin, one of the low, low mm-hmm. pie. Nancy, <laughs> Tony. Oh, remember him? Yeah, yeah, oh, the Tiger, Tony the Tiger Lopez. Yeah, yeah he's got. A, I think he's got a bail bonds place now or something. Is that right? yeah, yeah, Tony's a good dude. Uh, cut number three, please. Cut number
1: three. For the record. Kobe picked the pose you're about to see. So if anyone has any issues with it. Tough. Um,
0: uh, she said a naughty. Come on, Vanessa. Vanessa Bryant having some fun. The Lakers unveiled one of three statues that they're going to uh, unveil to honor Kobe Bryant. The uh other two statues, one of Bryant in his 24 uniform. This one, he's in his eight. Right arm raised high. Uh, and then another will be with his daughter, Jana, who also uh, passed away in the helicopter crash four years ago. Uh, those dates and locations, TBD. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will say this, too. I don't know if you got a chance to see the actual um, the actual, uh picture itself but you know how like lately there's been this thing where like statues will come out and they look like the ronaldo one Mm looked nothing like him and then what was the one was it was it oh i don't want to get in trouble here was it was it the mlk one in chicago that was like really like a bunch of people Clap back on it. You know what I'm talking about? Where it was like the arms wrapped oh, around yeah. each other. What city yeah, yeah. was, was that? I think it was Chicago. Yeah. And I just I, I thought totally know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were like, "What?" Because it, it looked very
1: like, abstract.
0: Yeah, it looked it it looked like other other things. Yeah, and people were upset. Yeah, people were not happy. Have- so it's like I'm I'm with whoever because if I'm having like Jason, when your time is done here and if I'm still around obviously I will head up the committee to have the Jason Ross statue mm. out front here and I will give them simple instructions which is this can you make it as lifelike as possible and accurate as possible because that's what I want I don't want like I don't want to look at the Jason Ross statue and have it like barely look like you and no, look, his his mouth is wide open and the eyebrows raised because he's saying, Yes, he did. Like, no, I have you looking all stoic, and when you look at it, it's like, wow, it looks like Jason Ross was frozen in Carbonite, like in Star Wars.
2: Yeah. That's, that's exactly it. what you want. That's
0: exactly what this you want. A good one. So what's yeah. your
1: take yes. on the Kobe No, statute? and I was
0: gonna say, like, I'm complimenting it. Like that this one's really I, Accurate. Th- it absolutely okay. is. It looks now I haven't seen it up close and personal, and I gotta imagine. I've always, I can't imagine how difficult it is to sculpt stuff that looks like somebody, but from a from a distance, you it, know, it looks like Kobe. Yeah. Like, it, it, here's the test. If, if if from the neck up, so obviously I could see the eight on the uniform, I'd know it was him, but from the neck up, if I can tell instantly who that person is. They did a good job. They did a good job. Yeah, yeah none of this Ronaldo garbage where it looks like his face is melting. That's all I'm saying,
1: I'm
0: what a world! What a world!
1: His but, eyes look like olives,
0: they really, yeah, it's bad. It's like I hope they kept the receipts so they could return <laughs> it. We'll take a break. Uh, here's what we have for y'all today. Uh, we got a lot of stuff, including the NFL awards that were announced yesterday. We got sights and sounds from the Super Bowl. Uh, Brendan, <laughs> really, Brendan's <laughs> gonna scheduled, join us. Yeah, Brendan's scheduled to join us at eight. We'll see how that works uh nighters at nine greg papa is gonna join us and that's really worth uh, that mm-hmm. if you had a blood pressure monitor that's where it's gonna spike right there uh and we also have friday fun and games simone is in for Christopher verlade we'll take a break when we come back no moves for the kings we'll break all those down no real moves and uh hey there's a game tonight as well we'll get to all that next so the trade deadline came and went And if you thought Kessler Edwards last year was a minor move, well, hey, we got something for you. Robin Lopez. And then waved. Yeah. you I and want I, to understand it. Yeah, you and I had a conversation on the phone last night. Best, best guess, again, best guess it's a it's a somewhere they say they've they're gonna have some money in the margins and yeah. it was a chance for them to get some free money to save some free money so, there's some sort of mathematical reason why they did
2: yeah it. I don't think you know back to hey don't make a move just to make a move I don't think that's what this was though it looks like it in a sense but um, is there margin saving as you said could they yeah. help them in the buyout market does it help them with a little bit more in the summer I don't I mean I think there's some rationale. I know Monty will speak later today. I don't think there's some grand plan. No. I mean, I don't think you can with this kind of deal. Maybe but you
0: have to have at least one move to be in the raffle. <laughs> yeah, sure. You get a little ticket. Check the box. <laughs> right,
2: the NBA raffle.
0: We did it. Yeah. Uh, noon today? Uh, yeah, he's Monty speaking at here. noon today, yeah.
2: And I mean, look, I, I'm I'm in the group. I was with the people. I'm like, I think we're going to do something. Uh-huh. I really did. Same, same. And then it goes back to what was out there. That's where we go back to, like, the last two-minute report. Can we right. find out what The kings were offering. What were other people offering? Was there something the rest of us would have gone, oh, man, I'd have done that. Or was there just never, nothing ever came to to fruition?
0: And this is where it's really, really tough to try to break it down. Yeah. Um, Because, first off, we've always said, Monty puts, he, he has put out the blueprint for anyone who wants to choose to go back and read the book of Monty. He wants to build a sustainable winning playoff and eventual contending team. He does not want a shortcut. He very much prizes and values the assets they have. And I'm talking about non player, you know, picks and stuff like that, cap room. Uh, and he has always said, going back to the his, his Houston days we will while we are building we will endeavor to consistently put ourselves in a position to where we have the ability to strike when that deal presents itself right. we will be patient we will not force anything and we will not handcuff nor hamstring ourselves if you take him at his word and let's be honest we're jason On one hand, we're talking about the reigning executive of the year. On the other hand, that's a second cousin to, well, they're not playing in Seattle, so who cares about the Pistons loss? I understand that. It was last year. It was it was. I I if you trust the front office, then you have to have the outlook of there were deals on the table. By their judgment, they weren't good value deals and they believe that with the group they have right now that they need to continue to grow together, mesh together. They're not going to come out and say, we're not going to win a championship this year, but they're not going to win a championship this year, and maybe that's something that's in their head. They're going to say, let's, let's get some more playoff experience. Let's fix whatever is going on here internally. We saw it. We saw them do it last year. They're not going to get worse this year, you would yeah. think, and then maybe it's summer. Maybe it's next February. I don't know they strike and then when they do they'll be able to paint the picture back to today for example or yesterday and say and this is why we didn't do this this and that right. because now we're welcoming in Giannis Antetokounmpo, we wouldn't have you know whatever it is yeah that's my best defense
2: right and i don't even know that they're yeah I, I think what i know i'll just speak for myself that i'm guilty of is i'll see another team that makes a deal that i think wasn't that compromising Go, sure wow, two second round picks for that player yeah why didn't the kings do that yeah did were they not interested in that player was that it, maybe the deal was hey i know this guy's gonna do it for two picks the kings actually want more right so no i'm gonna do it or whatever the sure. or want less whatever the the case may be but i did have this conversation with one of my friends yesterday it was like kind of going through the whole thing like they didn't make a move Monty was doing nothing and i'm like you, you really think he did you, yeah. you think he was took the day off yesterday yeah. but i said all right, let's play the game. Like, uh, the first deal of the day was Buddy healed. Mm-hmm. I said, what if they got Buddy... Oh, I don't want Buddy Healed. Right. Well, wait, I thought they needed to make a move. Right. No, but I don't want Buddy Healed. No? Okay. So, I'm not saying if they made a Buddy healed. Right. Well, they made a move. Yeah. So, well, they got you Gordon want Hayward. the move you want them to make. That's <laughs> what make going to make them better. And I don't yes. know what that is, what was offered. I do think they're going to have a few more freedoms come the summer. Yes. But then also, that doesn't mean... They had some opportunities this last summer, too. So, you know, it's easy for us to do and to critique and say, I would have done this. Well, they they weren't able to or didn't pull it off. Worked well last year. Mm -hmm.
0: You know, that's the other thing. He made no move. I don't call Kessler ever. Right. No disrespect to him. Yeah. No moves of major consequence. And
2: we were freaking out about it. Right. And that was the other one that I did laugh last year because I would say – of the fifteen teams in the West, literally almost everyone made a move last year, yeah. and the phrase was "everybody got better." I'm like, "Well, can't happen." I mean, literally, not everybody <sighs> yeah, can you get can't better. Do that. But secondly, uh, it didn't work that way. Like no. the biggest one of the biggest names was Kyrie Irving. They went from like the sixth seed to out of the playoffs, That's and they right. got a superstar. Um, and everyone's like, "Well, Phoenix is going to pass Sacramento." They got Kevin Durant. They did not pass Sacramento. Now. Some of these teams, I think, did some good things. But just because they made a move does not mean teams got better. They might, but it doesn't mean they got better. There was an attempt. There I was. That, I think that's what people want to see is the attempt. And even the Lakers did make a move. They right. always
0: make moves. Right. We talked about it with Sam yesterday, and we've talked about it before, that I think this new cap and the aprons are really, really affecting teams. And this may be the new world order in the NBA where – Monty and company, remember, they have also, they know what every other team's cap situation Mm -hmm. is. They know that this team X is going to be paying this amount of money and they know better than us that this owner is not going to stand for that. So maybe they're looking and they have a list somewhere, I'm sure, of um, potentially vulnerable players that they are attracted to where you're going to have this mandate that, okay, it's not working here in uh, uh, Philly, Memphis, whatever. Uh, so they're going to need to cut some costs here. Okay, we're in a position to help them with that, and we actually like that player. So now we have the ability to bring in this person of value, uh, and and we want to be able to be in that position. We can either give up big assets now, or we can wait a little bit and develop this current roster.
2: Yeah, and the other part too is like of the teams, and even we talked to Sam yesterday. I was I personally was pretty certain that the Bulls and the Hawks would be very active. Nothing. Nothing. Based on where where they were, who they had, who was rumored to be out there. And I'm sure something like this would happen, Dave. Let's take – I think there were reports yesterday about Caruso maybe even costing more than two first-round picks. Right. Well, okay, let's say Chicago finishes 10th, loses in the play-in, and then they get to the summer, and it's like, yeah, you know what? We want to get something for him. Now, all of a sudden, that price went to whatever. So, I'm not saying that's who the Kings are looking at or a team, but, like, sometimes – you know, maybe others were looking at, hey, I'd be interested in Barnes and Herder or Davion Mitchell, but no, that's too much you're asking for. Maybe the Kings were asking for too much. I don't know.
0: Maybe we, we don't know. We, we just don't know. And so, what's going to happen today is you're going to have a lot of analysis on a lot of things with incomplete data, right? And, and, and also, by the way, let's be clear here too. We're we're trying to play blue sky here. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact remains that this is the same team. That just got blown out at home by a six win Pistons yeah, team. Yeah, terrible loss. Had, they have multiple bad losses. They 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 have these vulnerabilities that weren't addressed. And as I said yesterday on social media, my expectations now for the rest of the year are so I wouldn't say low in the sense of you know I still believe they'll be in the postseason, mm-hmm. but I have. I don't have great expectations for the rest of the season. So anything they do on top
2: of that is going to be great. I think it'll probably be like the way the season's gone through the first 50. If they get in a stretch where they've won like five of six and we go, wow, this team looks pretty good. Yeah. And then there's the next game day where we go, how'd you lose to that team? Why did Fox score nine? What's up with Barnes? Uh, this bench is a good. And what are all the things we address? And you're like, yeah, it just, I think they're going to be in different pockets again. Their last 32 games. And now they have the Nuggets, the defending champions, coming in
0: tonight versus the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Simone, we do this every day before we go to break, every Kings game. We play Guess the Line. How much are the Nuggets or the Kings favored by? Jason Ross, Gold 1 Center. Tonight, 7 p.m. right here on Sackdown Sports. Who is the favorite and by how many points? Hmm. I'm going to say Denver by three and a half. Denver, three and a half. Simone.
1: That seemed low. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um- I uh, will do Denver by nine.
0: Denver by nine. That seems high. That seems high. Um, I will say this. Is it Sacramento? My pick favorite? but my pick before I looked, uh. by the way, just to be fair. I should probably write these down so 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 I, I'm you know, so it seems more honest. Uh my pick was gonna be Denver two and a half. Did you say two and a half or three and a half? I think I said three and You half. said three and a half. I would have said Denver two and a half. Um Vegas knows things. Oh. the sacramento kings are favored by one and a half points tonight. <gasps> home team second out of a back-to-back with home the team second team. out of a back-to-back coming off of the and and there's got to be there they they're, they're the
2: champs right <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in vegas there is
0: some sort of a, a spreadsheet on how the kings do versus good versus bad teams too. yeah like there's some sort of playing up to your opponent they're gonna be mad this well they stuff, should be mad i i, I hope they are
2: I'm shocked that yeah. the Kings are favored by one. And well, a half. that's the one thing we never say about the Kings which I think is funny cuz like when another team has like if a team like Denver had the loss that the Kings just had against Detroit yeah. like oh, terrible time. They're going to come in here ticked off. The Kings should be that team tonight. They really should. They should and they're a good team, so if they're a good team, they should play great. I don't know if they'll win. They should do all that. Also, now. nobody's going anywhere. Nobody's what? Nobody's going anywhere.
0: Yeah, nobody's everybody if traded. anybody
2: was stressed or really you're good. You're here. You're a king. We'll
0: take a break. More of everything, including some football. We have the NFL Awards a bit later as well. Brendan Nunes will allegedly join us at 8. More of all that coming up right after this. Congratulations to Lamar Jackson winning MVP. He now has the same number of MVPs as playoff wins against a rookie quarterback and a wild card team. Overrated. He is back. The guy won the MVP almost unanimously, which would join Tom Brady and, well... Himself mm. as the only two that have ever done it, and Lamar Jackson should be a wide receiver guy who's <laughs> he still killing it for being overrated. Hey, baby, if that's uh, if that makes you feel better, that that uh, that you go ahead uh, from the nine one six. Remember, you can always uh, text us at nine one six three three nine eleven forty. Still time for Doc Rivers to do the right thing and step aside for the <laughs> Cleveland coach to take over the. Uh, East All-Stars. I feel like that's not going to happen. I feel like you're right. I feel like that's not going to happen. Kyle Shanahan talked about not playing their A game yesterday. You know, maybe you guys haven't played your A game yet in the two playoff games. And uh, how have you gone about challenging
3: your team and preparing them so that this game is a more complete game from start to finish? I mean, that's. I don't think we necessarily played our A game all year. I mean, I think just in all three phases, I thought probably in all three phases, it was maybe Dallas, we got there, I think, in the second half of the Philly game. Uh, didn't start out that, right that way. Um, we've been able to win a lot of games and um, win a lot of them um, not very, that weren't very close. But, I mean, we don't, everything, we, we, we never back to, I mean, those two games in the playoffs um, definitely weren't our best all around in all three phases, but you're also going against some better teams too, it always does get harder. but. Our team, we haven't sat, sat here and said, what do we got to do these last two weeks? This is what we do every single game, even games that people think we're doing real good and We don't always look at it that way. So we're pretty hard on each other. We, um, there's nothing new that we're seeing like, oh, we got to fix it. Every single play, whether it's practice, whether it's a walkthrough, whether it's the game, it's, it's always accounted for. We're, so we got guys that like football, they don't mind getting corrected, and we just keep working at it, always trying to have that perfect game, which probably never will have. Um, but hopefully we can have as good of a one this week. And that be our
0: last one of the year. I I like I like that because we talked about it yesterday. They haven't. It just seems that they haven't put it together. Now listen, at some point, if they don't put it together for a whole season, well, then that's just not them. Mm-hmm. But I I do agree, and you and I are on the same page here. That it just seems like, as Kyle referred to, you know, the Dallas game. Uh, well, he says the second half of Philly, but God, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. But, you know, Jacksonville, maybe mm-hmm. that 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 if that team shows up against Kansas City, we're going to have ourselves some some fun, probably. But it, it has been I wouldn't say a Jekyll and Hyde, but a Jekyll and not Jekyll year. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the postseason has been rocky. I mean, but the the key is they've been the better team later. They've won outside of their normal DNA, which I think tells you a little bit about them. That that's. They easily could have lost either of those two games and, and they, one would have been disappointing and two is like, why can't they come back? So now they've done that twice in significantly different ways and shown their overall ability and their fortitude and what they, you know, they've been chasing this for a better part of a couple years. And so now you feel like if they could play mistake-free yeah, or close to mistake-free, it. um, it's going to be a heck of a game. And I think, you know, if it's played closer on their terms, I think it could be a great Sunday. Nope, I completely agree with you and to
0: your point, about those narratives uh and uh and and that pressure of needing that super bowl win here's kyle shanahan on that
3: narrative good or bad is just a narrative and that's my biggest thing with everything like when you go into these games what makes you prepare i just don't want regrets Uh, i just I want to do everything that makes sense to myself that makes sense for our team and when you do that that's what i have found no matter how hard something is or good something is um you always keep perspective of what it really is if you want to If you want your perspective to be someone else's narrative, good luck. Be happy in life or successful.
0: Fourth Super Bowl in five years for the Chiefs, and uh, they're looking to be the first to repeat in 21 years since the Patriots did it. But it almost feels like they're the underdog and they have less pressure. And that's extremely strange to me. Yeah, when they have that guy, right? Patrick Mahomes. And really,
2: you know, if you do Patrick Mahomes slash Andy Reid into Kelsey, like that trio has been so successful. Their defense is as good as they've ever had um, it's the question mark has been there. their skill players. And what's funny is the numbers lay it out that the Chiefs have. The Chiefs' defense is right
0: there and maybe, especially in points against, a little better than the Niners. Uh, again, I don't like saying that because, you know, the Niners pulled everybody against the Rams. Yeah, uh, but th- Their defenses are both very good. But on paper, the Niners' defense is
2: better. Yeah, I like that the last week or so of this two-week hype, it, the defense has kind of been called out. Yes, And in my sense, like, wanting the Niners to win, I like that. Like, I I think just kind of the season went through, and there might be a game, oh, the defense wasn't as good today, but then they won, and you just kind of go through it. Now they've, like, kind of been, hey, what's up with this defense? And a lot of people have talked about that. You know they've heard that. So I kind of like that. Well,
0: and the last time that there was one time this year that that defense was called out at the level it's been called out, And they responded by going on the road and winning 34-3 to over Jacksonville, Mm -hmm. whose offense is in the top half of the league. And they went in there and just absolutely mauled them. Yeah. That's what I want to see. And as we talked about yesterday, there is a world. I mean, it's really tough for me to see them winning 55-10, you know. But there's a world where they are able to boat race, dog walk, whatever you want to call it, the Chiefs and really, really surprise them. We've seen the Chiefs this year have some pretty questionable results, as we have with the Niners. They lost game one to Detroit at home mm-hmm. by one. We all remember that. They lost to Philly by four. Uh, they lost at Green Bay by eight. Followed that up with a three-point loss at home to Buffalo uh, and then a six-point loss uh, to the Raiders on christmas now one thing there is that all their losses have been single digits they haven't been blown out right but you know you could just as easily look at the niners and say okay well they lost to cleveland and mm-hmm. they lost to minnesota uh and they who was the third one uh cleveland minnesota uh of the three uh, in a row uh oh come on david cleveland minnesota and uh that other team that came in there and beat them oh and cincinnati cincinnati geez the one that really beat them yeah uh, and and after that Cincinnati loss, I that, that was like, wow, they came in and boy, they really. And, you know, that's Joe Burrow and friends. But right. Still,
2: um, so it will be interesting. Uh, well, and in some yeah. people, you know, in I don't know if it's fair or not to the Niners, but some would point to, and maybe this is more of the excuse meter, but uh, injuries in some of those three games, weather, and some of the others. Like they're healthy, weather's going to be zero factor. Zero. So hey, look, if they lose, I would say Chiefs. Beat them. Like, if the Chiefs beat them, yeah. outplay them, right? well, it stinks, but you're like, all right, but if the Niners give them the game, that's the one that's that's you can't take.
0: And that's what, what Shanahan said there that I, I think is so important. I, he goes, I, I just – you don't want to lose because you changed things up and you made a bunch of mistakes. Right. If Kansas City comes out and just beats you – They're better than you. They're better day. than you. You can live with that. It'll yeah. hurt. You can live with that. If, if you lose – the game rather than Kansas City winning the game. It's a whole different Donahue right there. We'll take a break. Want to remind everybody, Styles and Watkins down on Radio Rose have been all week just killing it. Should throw a shout-out, too, to Jay Johnson. Mm -hmm. You and I were on the phone last night. He's down there producing his tail off. Uh, Nate Littlefield is also present. So there's a lot of people working really, really hard down there to bring you the coverage, and nobody working harder than Jiffy Lube, who always has us covered on those road trips support them. They support us. Go to jiffyloob.com for more details. The NFL awards happened last night. We've got sights and sounds, including your offensive player of the year. Where did he finish in the MVP voting? Maybe even February. That's the month we're in. We'll do it next.